You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. The Flames field hockey team makes a historic run at the NCAA National Championship. We'll tell you all about the experience and behind the scenes from the trip to Ann Arbor. Plus, we'll break down Liberty football's loss to Louisiana and what the Flames need to fix before Army comes to town. And we'll also talk hoops and Turkey Day traditions. What machine has changed Joe Yawk's life? You'll find out right now. from our studio at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's your host, Emily Austin, with Matt Warner and Rhett McGibbon. Hey guys, welcome. It's so nice to be back on the podcast. You know, I did get a lot of messages did last you? week. Did you? Yes. Right. Like, what happened to you? The guys didn't even, like, acknowledge that you were missing. It was just like, where is oh, Emily? Oh, right off the bat, I did I the know. old... Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Emily yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah. a lot. Well, I, yours truly, yeah. are... I'm your newest, biggest field hockey fan. Like, I think I have a year eligibility <laughs> left. I want to go back and play field hockey. I could see you playing field hockey. I could see I you out there. I am obsessed with this sport. Um, obviously, the Flames were in the Final Four NCAA Field Hockey National Championship, made it to the National Championship game. The whole experience, you know, we had a whole crew up there, was just unbelievable. Um, obviously, the Flames came up short to Northwestern 2 nothing on Sunday. But, guys, like, were you just following along? Oh, yeah. Or oh, yeah. We, were all, like, we were watching you, at home. The kids were yeah. all into it. Jack's job, penalty corner, penalty corner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, I feel like the whole, like, Liberty Athletics fan base just got a quick lesson in field hockey. Like, yeah, everybody's, sure. like, learning the sport, right? Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, and that was fun to see. Yeah. I had all random people texting me, like, I don't understand. Why does this happen? Like, why is that? And I'm like, well, I don't really totally know. I'm like, I'm like, all you need to know is it can't hit your feet. Yeah. Like like know that rule. And that'll help explain a lot of other things, but it was really cool to see how the entire fan base really rallied around this team. And you talk about a team that's deserving of it. For sure. And we've been in, in, Emily, you got to spend all this time with the team over the weekend, but a coaching staff and it's a group of girls that were such great representatives of Liberty and Liberty mm-hmm. Athletics. It was it was really cool to see them on the biggest stage. I give you guys a look behind the scenes, but our office, we're all watching the game on our own computers, but every I was lagging behind by like five to 10 seconds. So all of a sudden down the <laughs> hall, I'd hear Matt be like, oh, no, 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 no. And then I'd hear like Jonah across the hall be like, mm, mm. <laughs> like what's about to happen here? So I get tuned back in. So yeah, it was a, it was a great ride. Rhett wasn't Love even, that. I'll tell you how, how it was. Okay, yeah. Rhett in the Final Four game, uh, so that one was against uh, Maryland. Yes. It's like into the first quarter, and like I go into Rhett's office, I'm like, oh, what do you think about? It? And Rhett's like, I'm not watching. I'm like, what? What do you mean? He's like, I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take <laughs> I, it. I, I he's like, guy. he's like, I, I think you had the audio on, I but you, he yeah. wasn't watching. I'm like, I can't handle it. The nerves are too much. I can't handle it. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, Rhett. Yeah, All I, right. Wow. I'm, I'm not. If I'm not broadcasting it, I get swept up in the emotions, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I'm like later, clinching for a Rhett whole. Rhett was just weeping uncontrollably. It, it was, yeah. it was kind of weird. I no. was right there holding Charlotte crying together. That's how I felt. No, yeah. no that's how I felt because yeah. I was, you know, up in the press box, but you're not reporting. So you're you're just feeling every emotion. Yeah. And especially in that game against Maryland, because okay, it was the end of the third. We just scored that unreal goal right. to make it oh, two yeah. nothing. And you're like, oh, take and a breath. It's like, yeah. woo, we're we're feeling good. Another lesson in field hockey: a two nothing lead is a very big deal. Yeah. Like even a goal lead is like a you know, it's so hard to score. So 
I was like, oh my gosh, we have this one in the bag. And then not even three seconds no. later, I feel like they, Maryland scored and then eventually they get the penalty stroke. And But I can't even tell you. There is a video... I think Ian McCall like retweeted it or I don't remember which one, but you can just tell the one that he retweeted on the bottom left of the video. I put my hands on my head and then I turn over to our marketing photographer, Ross, and I go, they're coming down the field, yeah. you know, Jill Bolton. And I'm like, this is it. We're about to score. And she passes it to Charlotte uh, Fonhold and I am in the corner of the video and I'm like, <laughs> like my arms yeah. look like that you know the like string guy out out the front of a car dealership i'm like freaking out i'm running on the field like jumping on the girls i'm like they're like who is like, this, who is this? <laughs> bandwagoner yeah right right but it was just the coolest and then just getting all the girls reactions after and yeah. just like the tears it was I, ha I have chills right now like it was just the coolest moment to be a part of and you know, only spending five days with these girls, you can just tell that this was a team. Like, this was a mm. different team. And it was just such a cool experience. Um, you know, we got to go to the big house and, and go on the on the field yeah. at Michigan Stadium, have um, a lunch uh, was, was set up and everything for us there. So that was a really cool experience. But just overall, like, them getting to the national championship game, playing in Liberty's first ever national championship game, with a head coach that's 29 years that's, old. I'm yeah, like, way to make sad. me look bad, yeah, yeah. you know? I, I, have a, I do have a funny story about that. I was, I actually watched. You did? Good. I did. Oh, I, I, I tuned in with Reese. Yeah. Little yeah. Reese and I, we yeah. watched, watched the game, and I got a buddy that I'm in a group text with, and he's a huge Virginia Tech fan. His name's John. I said, John. Text him, John. Liberty is on the verge of winning one more national championship than Virginia yes. Tech has. <laughs> I, hear, yes. I know you don't feel safe right yeah. now. And so I was texting him the score, uh-oh, 1-0, and then it was 2-0, and I was like, it's a little safer for yeah, you now. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I was thinking, you know, and we've all covered a lot of different sporting events, and, and I was thinking about, like, what's the toughest loss that I've been a part of covering? And because it is so hard, it's so difficult. Mm -hmm. You're trying to do your job, but you know, yeah. like the emotions, especially when you're kind of embedded with a team like that. And I'm going back to that Liberty men's basketball, big South championship. You oh, lose yeah. on a buzzer beater Radford. to Radford. And that was, you know, would have been their first chance with Richie back to go to NCAA tournament. Right. Like grown men were crying. Like you're seeing like your assistant coaches and people that you've been around just bawling. And you're like, ah, how do you deal with this? What, yeah. what were, the, what was that like afterwards trying to kind of, you're still trying to do your job, but obviously you're losing a national championship. Yeah. Before I talk about that, I do want to, you know, it was really, really, really sad. But a couple of things that I want to point out from that game, like that I think may have affected. And again, I'm I'm coming off of a field hockey knowledge of five yeah, yeah. days. That's right. So yeah, right. go ahead. I'm just thinking of like feel, right? Because these girls were really fired up. And I hope Nikki's okay with me sharing this, but in the meeting the night before, the girls were like, we want to start aggressive. Like they were talking about two separate game plans and all the girls voted. And the girls voted on having an aggressive approach. And you could see that. Oh, yeah. And the first quarter, quarter and, and, you know, at least the first quarter and a half, they were just super aggressive. And you could just tell like, okay, I hope they're able to maintain this. Yeah. Then Azul, or it's City Idigoshin, 
made that unbelievable save. And apparently there's like the best goalie in the world that is like with the national team or, or um, I, I forget her name. I apologize. Tweeted at Azul and was just wow. like, Whoa. this is like the most amazing goal. The way her leg kicks up and hits the ball. You guys have to go back and yeah. watch it. Oh, yeah. Like, I saw in, it. Yeah. in slow mo. Oh, like, slow mo. It was a penalty stroke th- that she stopped. Apparently, the girl on Northwestern had missed a penalty stroke the day before. That girl was before. wrecked after that. Like, she, she was, was, she slammed her stick down and was upset. And then there was like a review or something like five minutes later. And they cut to her, and she was still crying. Oh, she was on. so oh, yeah. She was so oh, upset. But a, but a goal yeah. is such a big deal, and there's yeah. so many few opportunities. Because you can only score when you're in the circle, Joe. I got a problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a national championship. You got to turn the page. And she was that that Northwestern player number three. She was like yelling at the ref later on. That that emotion carried on. But you know, I think it was like ten fifty that Azul made that save in the second quarter. But I think the issue was our momentum was just kind of dried up after halftime like I feel like obviously you have to have halftime but I feel like that really really coming out after halftime it just didn't look like the same flames that started the game that's hard though and you're right because even the announcers at the beginning of the game were like oh look at Liberty they're oh they're playing fast oh and they were it is one of those things where like if you don't and it's kind of this way in all sports I feel like if you come out that hard and fast if you don't find some success doing that early then yeah, you start getting into the later yeah. stages and like how much do you have left in the tank? You yeah. kind of you kind of have to find some success early on and they just weren't able to get it in there. But they were it was so sad. Like my heart literally broke. Mm-hmm. You know, be, for these girls and um you know, one of one of the 6-year seniors, oh my gosh, Kenny. She's yeah, like right. hug and coach and we had a coach mic'd up pretty much the entire weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> she was so cool. Um you know, Kenny just said to coach, like, this is it. Like, it's over. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I know. know? It's, it's brutal. It's just, like, yeah. so sad. I mean, but, you know, you've made it so far. Yeah. And, and I think coach did, in the middle of her press conference, we'll have a post-game report coming out shortly. But and in one of her sound bites, she's like, yeah, like, we could have done this. We could have She's like, but I don't think it's set in yet. Like, we were playing in a national championship game. Yeah. Right. Like, this yeah. is such a big deal. This team is so special. And, um, yeah, I mean, and, and just the storylines to go around it and the emotion the night before the game. Coach usually wears a purple whistle and a purple lanyard. Well, apparently, she told Christy Bites, um, someone with our athletic academic staff, to go find a, a red lanyard. Because she had the red whistle, but couldn't find a red lanyard. So Christy's going all over Ann Arbor. Yeah, they showed the video on the broadcast of yeah. her being like, you know, I'm leaving, you know, Northwestern basically behind. Like, that's where I went to school and all that stuff. But now I want you all to know kind of where I'm at. And, yeah, that was cool. I'm not with the Cats oh, tomorrow. Yeah. I'm with the a, Flames. Yeah, and yeah. it was really cool. So you leave just, you for Clint. <laughs> you just saw that red whistle all day that it was just like this transition of like, Nikki from her alma mater and, and like a team that she grew so much with and is where she is today because of Northwestern. And, you know, that yeah. was it. She was going against her former coach. It was just like such a cool storyline, but, um, and it could have been a little bit better, obviously, but, um, it was just so cool how far the flames went. You know, that's the first, when I turned it on, I didn't, the first time I seen the coach, like on, yeah. on, on the television, she's such a lovely young lady. And there's like that, what a good vibe she puts off. Yeah. She's got a great vibe, great smile, great vibes. You can just, so positive. You can just sense that like, oh yeah, that's somebody that you'd want to play for. 
Yeah, and yeah. like hang out with, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we were, I was like on the plane, I'm like, hey coach, like, we should hang out. <laughs> 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 she's just so cool. She's she said, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm got this, I got this thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm leaving for this recruiting trip tomorrow, yeah. actually, yeah. and I'm yeah. gone until when when's your last day? <laughs> Um, but so cool. She just made us feel so welcomed and so grateful that we were there like to cover. And I'm like, no, we're grateful that you're allowing us to be here and have all this access and just such a really like cool experience, once in a lifetime experience, hopefully not once in a lifetime. Hopefully yeah. we get that chance moving forward. But apparently Christy Weitz was telling me on the way to the airport that we have signed two international girls and I don't know much about them. I, I haven't had a chance to look into it, but I know we're losing some big. Sure. You know there there's going to be some voids with this team. Um, but listen, yeah, next you, season, you do but this, you have yeah. and so your much. coach is what? How you say? Twenty nine is what she is. Mm -hmm. Like the arrow's pointing up, right? Yeah. Right. Oh. I mean, like like somebody we have, we've joked. You know, oh, we're a field hockey school now. I mean, no, <laughs> they, they have yeah. a chance to be a yeah. very very dominant program yeah. for a long time. No, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Martusian, who is youngest, right. like, she looked great through the tournament. So yeah, there's a lot of up and comers. Azul's on this coming team. back, yeah. yeah. But it'll be sad to see, as you said, those seniors move on. But a great run for them overall. Oh, it was great to see. Really, really cool. Not the best plane ride, you know. That's just always kind of. <laughs> yeah. like, I was those really hoping hard. to have that, you know, strap in the trophy, but right. it is oh, what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll keep you posted on their their recruiting trails. I'm hoping that I can get Matt to allow me to go overseas. You know, right. we, oh, we need not? to go international to cover, to cover the you know South Africa. Yeah, yeah. Greece uh, is a good spot. The yeah. good players over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll look into it. All right. So some other teams playing around this campus. Yeah. Or... So that was the highlight. Yeah. That There's was your the highlight. highlight. Now we're gonna get into a little bit more of the depression side of things. Flames football. Oof. Oof. So that was I was watching this yeah. like in one of the meetings for field during field hockey. And I, I mean, I didn't have the audio on, but yeah. I did for some of it. It just did not look pretty. Well, all. I I didn't have the I was at the game and I, so I don't know about the broadcast, whatever, for whatever they did. I don't oh, know. But anyway, better. but anyway, here's the surprising thing. You had the off week. And so we thought, boy, you grind for 10 weeks, you get an off week, boy, they're going to come out recharged, yeah. locked in for this, you know, last couple of weeks. And they just, they looked lethargic. They looked out of sync, confused at times. And Hugh Freeze said after the game, this was the first game he felt since he's been here that they didn't compete. Like mm -hmm. they just didn't compete. And he said, he told him that like, you guys did not, you didn't compete hard. You didn't give it everything out there. And that was surprising to me after a week off. Malik, I think that was the worst game he's played all year. He didn't look good. The offensive line is still. I mean, I think I'm an idiot for probably being thinking this, but like, I think throughout the year I keep going back to, well, they're gonna figure it out. They were they were good last year. This offensive yeah. line. So like, what has happened? Like, they're going to figure it out at some point. I think that ship has probably sailed at this point. They have one game left in the regular yeah. season. Right now, LU is 129th out of 130 teams in sacks allowed. Yeah, 45 sacks That's hard allowed. to have success. Yeah. Akron I mean, that's has bad. More. Yeah, no, that's bad. I think on, you know, not that I, well, I get in trouble when I talk about people on social media, but I'm going to go there anyways. A lot of people, like, <laughs> you love it. there's Better people on there me. like, we he need to see it. Salter. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, get like, out of here. Get, get. Yeah. Go back and lock the door. <laughs> like, it just drives me nuts. Like, lock your door. <laughs> like, oh, drives me yeah. crazy. 
well, Willis did not have a lot of time in the pocket. Like he just didn't. You know, you saw situations. Now maybe could there be quicker throws here and there, perhaps. But overall, the guy does not have a lot of time to operate. So this is my thing on Malik. Whenever he is making that, like gets flushed out of the pocket and making those crazy runs and dodging defenders, if he makes a great play or a great throw or like escapes and and picks up thirteen yards, it's like he's this amazing player and a hero. But then if he gets sacked for a loss of 15, then it's like, what is he doing? Like, why isn't he making better decisions? So I'm guilty of that. I, I think that they did that a little on the broadcast, too. Like, whenever he he would make a, you know, I guess if yeah. it would be a bad decision, but then he'd make a great play. And then he's like, see, that's why he's so good. So I guess it's just um, one of the lessons Malik is going to need to learn. I guess he has one game or two games, you know, if we get a bowl. But um in the NFL is to know when to throw it away and yeah. when the play is over. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple, and, and actually the broadcaster brought up, and like, it's not the point you really want to hear, but he did bring up this point. He's like, well, you know, as Malik Willis as matures as a quarterback, what are some of the things that he can fix? That's a team that's going to have to look at him and say, okay, we can fix these things that are, which is not great if you plan on trying to be, you know, one of the top quarterbacks yeah. picked. They're not looking for a lot of things to fix. And so they're starting to see as he progresses that there are things that he needs to fix. But I think it goes back to Rhett's points with the and and Matt obviously with the O line is th- that when they got the ball down inside the two whatever yard line, the two, yard line. two yard line and and that was a microcosm of everything. Yeah. That like if you had to put it all right there, it's like you score, oh, holding penalty. Right. Okay, which then turned into I think another holding yep. penalty, which then turned into a sack. You go which, first and goal. It from was the unreal. Two, yeah, you punt on you fourth and goal from the forty-four. You punt. Like, that's that's insane. Like the first time, right? And so that's I that's... and I saw. I think is like yeah. I said I think I texted you and I was yeah. like that pretty much sums up like the issues that they have right there. Is like that that touchdown being called back um, would have gotten it to I can't remember the score at the time, but it would have gotten it really close and. When you then you end up punting is like yeah that that pretty much summed up the offensive problems that Liberty has and then also the other thing too it was just that there was a bad combination is that it wasn't only that the line's playing bad but I was watching some they showed the back angle of some of the route running by the receivers it was bad mm. yeah. it was bad like Malik dropped back to pass and like there was no like when we always say as receivers like you're supposed to stick it your your moves are supposed to be sharp right and they're not rounded and like where a guy can just stick you want to turn his hips you want to move him and there the the receivers routes were just straight lines rounded guys just stuck on him and in Malik's defense he's running around he's done that protection and now guys aren't getting open yeah and so it was just this bad combination of sort of everything i'll say this too i feel like because of the offensive lines play that can create some bad habits with the quarterback. I mean, we've seen it over time where guys they they then anticipate pressure. Yes. And so your yeah. all yeah. your first instinct is always to get out of the yeah. pocket and do things. And and so Malik hasn't been done any favors in that regard this season because he just hasn't had a clean pocket to work right. from a lot. And so when you talk about, you know, NFL and all that stuff. Like that, that may be a habit that has to be broken. And maybe it will be when you have a better offensive line and you have that, that opportunity. But right now, like, why would he have any confidence that he can stand in the pocket, survey the field? Like, I wouldn't. Right. Those ghosts that were after Sam Darnold with the Jets are yeah, they, here yeah, at Lynchburg, apparently. They're, they're, they're getting them pretty good. And then the thing, too, that which was a part, crazy part of that game is as bad as it was, 
when, and I'm sitting there thinking, what is this dude doing? They were up 28-14, and they had fourth and goal on our four-yard line. Or oh, whatever and he didn't get the and field I'm, goal. Yeah, I'm like, why don't you kick the field goal at 17? Yeah. That's pretty much a game. Yeah. And the defense got a stop, yeah. which is yeah. huge. And then Liberty turns and drives the ball all the way down. I think maybe got to the 30 or so, some, something like that. And then he threw a really bad interception. That, the that one, was that, there like was you the, score there and get it to a seven. There was the game? fluky interception that was yeah. batted down, and yeah. the guy kind of stuck. Yeah. And he, but yes, that this interception you're talking about, threw. kind of across his body, across body and that yeah. was like, I don't know where you're going. Where, it yeah. came out of his hand weird. Like a lot of people thought it hit a helmet in front, but it it never Didn't, did. It no. was just a weird ball that came out of his hand. But I mean, you look at that game and you say, okay, you get that stop. You you don't get the holding. Here's the other thing, and now I'm I get refs are refs, right? It's like you. But the hold that they had on one of their touchdowns that they scored on the TV, it was bad. And the ref right there well, didn't call it. I mean, it was officials. it was a at the point of attack. They threw a touchdown or power ran to what I can't remember what it was. They score and no holding call. And the one they called on Liberty was away from the play. Oh, and I they know which still, one you're talking about. And they still yeah. call it, which took the touchdown back. I mean, those are just like huge plays in the game well, that change the whole the half, thing overall. Basically, instead of going over and he does like a little, you know, interview going off the field, he went to the officials and he was having an animated conversation yeah. with them for like five <laughs> minutes, inviting them over for Thanksgiving. Right, right, right. It was he was hot. He was he was not yeah. happy with the officiating. And here's one other thing that's been a problem this year that we've brought up a number of times. It seems like almost once a game, there's a special teams miscue yeah. that that hurts. And the big one here, you know, punter Max Morgan punt, not able to handle it, oh, yeah. picked up, goes the other way for touchdown. Like those are things you just, you can't overcome when you're in addition you, I mean, you turn over six times, you're not going to win anyway, but like, right. that's just another thing that like they have not been very clean in special teams this season. And you think back to last year and you know, they set the bar extremely high after mm-hmm. what they did last year, but think about how many things went right. You know, you get right. the big kick. Right. You get the the miscue on a coach calling a timeout when yeah. you shouldn't. Like you, everything broke right, and you have a magical season like that. And this season, it's like a lot of those things that could have gone one way or the other, mm-hmm. they broke the wrong way. Yeah. What have we seen it now? Two or three times that it's hit a, a defender off of a punt. You know, it happened there with Demario. Yeah, that was another that, play. That bounced where they, right yeah. into him. We saw it a couple games ago at home where. Another one went off a, a guy trying to, I think, block. It hit off his heel, and boom, it was a turnover, and it's pinning the flames D on the 20-yard line. But you know what? If there was a bright spot, I thought the defense still played well. And Yeah, if you look at the points, you don't know. Yeah. You, yeah. you won't realize how well the defense, mm-hmm. defense actually played. And the DJ Stubbs is Shedro Lewis throw. That was the best. Oh, that was, was the best. Like, that was the best throw of the night. He was, was on the throw. run, too. I'm yeah. like, yeah. what? I was totally being dumb, but I looked over at Pat Kelly, and I said, QB1. <laughs> he started yeah. laughing. But No, the no, broadcasters were, too. Really? Okay, They're like, well, who's the guy going number one? Or you know, That's one of those when you see the guy, like, at your first like oh, and then you like see him keep moving, and you're always like no 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 just just tuck it just <laughs> I know, right? like if it's yeah. not there like right away you're like no 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 but he yeah that was a dart yeah now yeah. I I had a flashback that was not good oh and this we're going way back I can't believe you remember I remember this kind of stuff but Virginia Tech played uh, Cal when Aaron Rodgers was a quarterback at Cal in the ball game and they were la- Cal was laughing as they're coming off the field they beat Virginia Tech with the same play over and over and over where the guy was not covered in the flats and then he would just catch it and run for 15 yards and they just kept running it 
and oh. nobody and I remember the camera. This is Aaron Rodgers in college, yeah, right? Yeah. And so they're running it, running it, and, and they looked over at one point. Aaron Rodgers looks at the coach and he just sort of starts laughing. Like, I can't believe they're letting us do this. I had a little bit of that feeling. <laughs> Again, yeah. they, they they ran the same play over and over where they had the dude out in the flats in crucial times where it was just like, okay, they're there, oh, suck him in, and whoop, out yeah. he went flat, picked it up, first down, touchdown, whatever it was. That was frustrating. Well, this loss snaps Liberty's program record 15-game home winning streak. Uh, Quickly, because I want to move on to men's basketball, what do the Flames need to do in order to get this win against Army? Well, you got to stop the run. (laughs) Army's the second best running team in the country. Uh, But here's what I'll say is if if I need to have confidence in one side of the ball or the other to get the job done in a winning game, honestly, I have more confidence in the defense. And who would have thought that? with a Hugh Freeze offense and a first-round quarterback, you know? But I do. I have more confidence in this defense to slow down their run game enough. The question is, can Liberty get the offense going? Because I think— I mean, offensive inconsistencies has been an issue for this team I think now they've been shut out. I want to say I need to go back and look at it. I think it's six first quarters this year they've been shut out. Yeah. Like, that's tough. That's crazy because there was when Freeze, I can't remember if it was year one or year two. I remember it was like six straight games in which Liberty scored on their opening drive. Yeah, yeah we had that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this, though. I will believe, I do believe that this Army defense is going to be a good matchup for Liberty. And I think they're going to move the ball on them. I think Liberty's going to score a lot of points. I think this is going to be a high, potentially be a high scoring game. But offensively, you're going to be like, okay, where, how can we haven't seen that all year? Mm. I think. I think you know Louisiana has really, really good athletes that give matchup problems across the board. Linebackers, D line, defense, in the secondary also. So I think you're going to see as not nearly as athletic a defense from Army. And uh, so if they're Liberty's, I, I really believe Liberty's going to have a lot of success on the offensive side of the ball. The question is, can they stop them defensively? But you go back to Scott Simon's first year here against Georgia Southern, yeah. uh, against that type of offense, very similar. Uh, they were able to to do a really good job against him. So hopefully they get fired up. Yeah, and Coach it. Simon's talking about similarities between Army and Louisiana. He said there was some, so it was a great prep game. And, and going back to it again, only 130 yards allowed on the ground by the Flames against a running team in Louisiana. And then I was I believe it was about at the half. Louisiana up 21-0 and only had – they had under 100 yards of total offense. So, again, the defense in this game for the Flames yeah. was not the problem. They yeah. were actually a, turn a it strength. Over. Yeah, and they, they were just putting some really – horrible positions I, I think what i'm most want to excited to see or just what's going to happen is how will they bounce back emotionally right like i mean it's mm-hmm. the end of the season right now you it hasn't gone how you want it to go and so how will they come out and play emotionally i think is is what i'm looking forward to see general scruggs will have them general ready. Scruggs. oh yeah well the men's basketball team was at disney by, by the way the graphics on liberty men's basketball social media of like the disney yeah jacob Unreal. webb, jacob webb. Is a, yeah. stud. He's a stud. he yeah. is such yeah. a stud yeah. with those graphics i love them um Matt, what can you tell us? Well, about I can this tell team? you it's been tough sledding so far. Not a lot of offense coming from this Liberty tough basketball team. Tough sledding with zero snow on the ground. Right. Correct. Uh, you lose to Iona. You get <laughs> that sand. You get drilled um, in in the next game as well. And I I think, yeah, Manhattan. You lost by sixteen. There's no offense from this team right now. And we saw it in the LSU game. So Liberty now zero and three against Division one opponents. It felt like at times there were five guys on the floor, but in reality. There was Darius McGee and four guys hoping Darius McGee shot the ball. Mm. And and Richie McCabe said it in his postgame presser after the Manhattan game. He said, there's some confidence issues right now with this team. 
and you're you're asking some guys that haven't had to step up into big roles to do that, and and some guys haven't been coming through, and and McGee as well. He hasn't shot as well, only 25% from three. But what you're seeing is you're asking him to handle the ball more. You're yeah. asking him to take on more. And that was a concern going in. What does the point guard situation look like? It hasn't been good so far. Remember, Drake Dobbs started the LSU game. When Liberty had, what, 21 turnovers in that game? He's played four total minutes in the last two games. Oh, wow. So, like, he hasn't gotten any time since that. Yeah. They pulled the red shirt off, off DJ Moore after that LSU game. So now he's supposed to be a senior in high school right now. Remember, he That's reclassified. Crazy, yeah. He's playing, you know, valuable minutes, and they're asking him to handle the ball a little bit more. So they're trying to sort that out. But the bottom line is they just have not shot the ball well, and you've got to have some guys step up. And, and and you know, one of those guys, we talked Kyle Rode. They always say in the last few years, oh, he does all the little things right, mm-hmm. and that's great. You need you need him to do big things now. You know, now yeah. you need you need scoring. Yeah. Now you need some of these other guys to score the basketball, take some of that pressure off Darius McGee because everybody knows he's one of the best scorers in the entire country and he's at the top of every scouting report and the defenses are all over him. You need someone to help alleviate that a little bit and so far I mean that just hasn't happened and 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 just handling the basketball as well. What we saw against LSU, them pressing the Flames a bunch and forcing much turnovers. Ouch. Like everybody, everybody is going to it's like Oh, you show a weakness? Guess what? Yeah. You're going to see that every single night. Right. And so Flames have to find a way to be able to handle the basketball better. And Richie has told us to be very patient with this group. Right. It's a super young group. Um, what's their next game? So they play Tuesday against Bethune-Cookman. So tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. So, you know, you got that. You've got Maryland Eastern Shore after that. and then couple confidence games. What's your next thinking? home game? So <laughs> Maryland Eastern Shore is at home on Saturday. We, okay. we do not have a TV broadcast of that oh. game. Because football is going on, we yeah. don't have that broadcast. The next broadcast will be December 2nd against Mizzou. Which is a huge which game. Which is a huge game and could be just first to 30 wins because neither of those teams score a whole lot right now. Yeah. They shoot it well. Uh, but, yeah, you, I'm not worried about this team. The bottom line is, and actually Coach McKay said it uh, after their game on Sunday, he goes, we lost any chance to get in that large bid the minute we lost to LSU. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. When you're in the A-Sun, you don't have any other shots. You better, like, mm, right. you better win all those games in the non-con. So now, what is it? It's about the building A-Sun. throughout, getting the A-Sun, all of that. And and they'll get there. They're young. They still have talent. But, boy, it's uh, some of the growing pains here early on. I want to get to women's basketball, but first I know Matt needs to run to a meeting. Do you guys have any family like traditions or anything you do for Thanksgiving? Okay, yeah. Let me tell you this real fast. So we go to a family's house here in town that we've we've gotten close to. So this is the fifth or sixth year in a row we've gone there for Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness. And here's what they do. So I love horrible. this. Here's what they do. Here's their tradition. Oh you walk God. in the door, they have a big whiteboard, they have a scale. Everyone steps on the scale, oh. you write your weight wow. on the whiteboard, and then at your Discretion, whenever you feel is the appropriate time later in the day, you can weigh out. And then you write in your weight and you see who gained the most weight. They win a prize. And so <laughs> it's a big, big deal. Some of the women that come are a little hesitant. Uh, some have, have said, I'm not doing Bring this. Bring the leggings, uh, girls. Right. But, Just wear leggings. You know, credit, no, but you got to put your no, weight you on a white yeah, right. I know, but Cre- who cares? Credit can... to Zana. She doesn't, she doesn't care. But <laughs> it, it's a big deal. In fact, Jack, my son, has already been telling me, like, I've got a plane this year. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to win the kids' division. I'm like, what's your plan? He's like, well, here's what we're going to do. He's like, I'm just going to eat. And when I feel full, I'm just going to keep eating. 
<laughs> what a plan. I was like, okay. I was like, all right, let yeah. me know how that goes. Go yeah. jump yeah. in the water. Yeah, let me know how that goes, Jack. Here. And so yeah, that's that's the tradition. We just stuff ourselves and it's fantastic. I yeah. love it. Thanks, Beautiful. Matt. Yeah. Okay, so women's basketball, what's going on with the Lady Flames? I'll say this is the most intense and physical team I think I've ever seen. They are really? just jumping on loose balls everywhere. D Brown brings an element to this group that is just absolutely like it's ferocious mm-hmm. uh, against JMU. And okay, so Liberty's played some decent mid-majors here the last couple of games, yeah. right? Ohio was picked to win the MAC, took them down in a scrappy affair, like just loose balls everywhere. Was that stats. in overtime? Uh, oh man, no, think... no, they won by three. Oh, late. okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, and then JMU comes to town, and that game going to overtime. Oh, there's just again, JMU's coach Sean O'Regan said we have to be able to match their intensity. Like he said that in the phone call to us, like we have to be able to get it done against them in that area. And again, Liberty's just bringing the heat. Now, I think there's been some shooting aspects where the Flames could clean up under the basket's been a little tenuous at times. Uh, you'd love to see D Brown be able to finish off some down low along with Iverson perhaps a little bit more. But on the opposite side of things, my Berkman has just been unreal. Like the girl is just throwing people off, whipping bows out there. I love it the way she's been playing. And uh, she set a career high recently with 24 points. So she has been the stud for them. They mm-hmm. need her to be with the scoring they lost. Yeah. And again, this this is a fun team to watch. Like yeah. I like how scrappy they are. I Everybody's just going after it. I yeah. need to get to a game. Um. So obviously one of the big scores last year was Ashton Baker, and yep. she was super intense on the floor. Who is filling her shoes this season? Oh, it's D Brown. Like yeah. D Brown, there was a play against Ohio where there was a loose ball at midcourt. D Brown and, and Iverson are going after it, and they bang bodies with somebody on Ohio. Like everybody, boom, falls. And then another body comes in, and D Brown like recovers and goes after it again trips that girl up she like does the superman through the screen like it's crazy how it goes down but they're not afraid to get hurt that's Mm -hmm. what i I love about it and uh iverson has been she's like the quiet solid player like she's not going to put up 20 points for you at this level but on her last game against jmu she was a plus 26 so i thought that was huge against the jmu team that over the past goodness i was trying to think of the record like Liberty has not beat JMU in eight years, I believe it was. Wow. So JMU has had their number. So that was a great emotional victory for the Flames, but also just moving forward, they play Memphis tomorrow night here at home. And uh, Lady Flames have an opportunity to go 4-0 starting at home for the first time in a long time, I think since like 97 or something along those lines. So that was a... That was a big win for them. Do you still have the same call for D Brown when she hits a three? Oh yeah, I dropped a. She hit a half court buzzer beater, so I dropped it downtown. D Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah I good. love that. I love that. Okay, so something I want to kind of close with before we get to y'all's traditions is I came across this on Facebook. Mock thee and thee shall we. <laughs> okay, so I'm scrolling. What? I'm scrolling oh, on Facebook, I and if it. you don't follow Joe Yock. It's just, oh, it makes you feel better about yourself. It you does, know? and that's what I'm here for. Since 2013, the leaves of fall have mocked me at the yacht compound. <laughs> I you know can what hear you're the about childish now. giggle oh, as they goodness. each fall to the ground. <laughs> they dominate me with simple overabundance of force. Feeling helpless, I have battled each and every one of them in futile. Futile, yeah. Futile, futile attempt. Yeah. See, I'm really not futile, good at futile. Futile. Yeah. Futile. That's what I would Sorry, say. Sorry, I'm really bad at yeah. vocabulary. Futile. Attempts. Years of leaving me crying, <laughs> curled up like a bullied schoolboy. <laughs> no longer. 
We present you the Cyclone Rake. Yes. <laughs> it's a, a Cyclone force, Rake. A force of total leaf destruction. <laughs> Waking this morning and looking out the window, seeing her perch. Okay, this is on Facebook. I'm like, yeah. this is this way is too many characters amazing. for Twitter. I saw a single leaf fall from an oak tree up <laughs> upon closer examination. That single leaf had what some would say was morning dew. No, no not at all. That leaf and every other leaf in this yard had tears. <laughs> tears of the destruction <laughs> for the anticipation. Of the moment to come, mock thee, and thee shall we. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was so excited. How got, long did it take you to write that? And not long. <laughs> I know, that was pretty. No, but I, but I, yeah, yeah. but I had it. But I had it. You know, I got the cyclone rake in, right? And so my, my I'm not good at putting stuff together. Really bad. <laughs> and so I, my brother-in-law is really good. He lives. He's, oh. he's he's on the compound. I thought you right? called up Warner. Like, no, no, hey, no. Matt. So I had my brother-in-law put it together. Well, so he put the whole thing together and basically, like, Christmas Day, delivered it right to the backyard. Wow. And this thing, it's unbelievable. I texted him. I said, this is one of the greatest inventions ever made in the history of the yeah. world. Because this thing, the leaves dominate me. I mean, yeah, they yeah. like it is painful getting my kids to come out and try to help them blow leaves. You know, the then you you go to hire somebody like say, hey, oh, don't you move? They're, cheap, and they're like, eh? yeah, that would be. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do it myself. Right? It's unbelievable. But it, how, it just they they seem to multiply when you're bagging them. Oh, like well, I mean, them. I'm moving the woods. All I got to do is get them to the woods. Yeah. But it is total domination. And like the, the cyclone rake <laughs> came in, and I just put my. I just put my headphones on. I see that. And, and then I just. So is this, oh, this is on the back of your lawn. Oh, it, yeah, do, it double yeah, mulches. Here, hey, listen, the, listen, listen. It double mulches, right? Nice. It, it chews it up through yeah. the, and then it sucks on the tube. Then it chews it up again. And then it goes into the giant container. Go look at it. There's a How, picture. Yeah. How big it's, is your deck on that? On that lawn tractor, forty-eight inches. So, oh, I think I have the same yeah. lawn tractor. It's a, actually, it's, a yeah. it's a John Deere DX three hundred. So we have Joe in this in this photo <laughs> leaning on the cyclone rake. Have they called you by the way to see if this they, can they be should. like marketing? Okay. Seriously. So he has the earmuff things on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the You're noise looking block. good. And then the sweatpants yeah. tucked into the camo rain boots. Yes. Which, yes. if that's all not, bad, yeah. it's all not first the next team. All maybe, you should, maybe you should post that picture on social media. Yeah, Please do. I, mean, I really need to, to. Get a look at that. Oh, so, I do, I've been dominating good. them. Yeah. Total dominant. We have a Go problem, though. We have a problem, though. We have a problem. I, I'm leaving here, and you know where I'm going to? John Deere. The bell broke on the tractor. <laughs> on the deck? <laughs> The bell on the tractor. Yeah, I'm driving. I'm, I turn around. I'm driving. Oh, I turn around. I learned they're not picking up. Price. I I literally <laughs> have the exact same lawn tractor. I bought it yeah. off of a you Facebook Marketplace. Did you? Which, yeah, is it your is your your deck belt or yes, is it the, the one deck belt? I could change that bad boy in like twenty. Minutes. Will you please come? It's Rat. Are you serious? Oh my I mean, gosh! Look I'll at his you. face. I could, <laughs> I could do it. Yeah. You can't change. No, it's complicated. I think. No, I've done it. No, he's. I've done it. I've done it multiple Come times. Come on, let's online. go. Okay. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get right, me back in the up. game. Yeah. So, if you get the belt, let me know. I get me back in the really game. I'm leaving from here. That's what I'm doing. Get me back in the game. <laughs> I loved that post. Any traditions that you have in the Yawk? At the uh, Yawk household on Thanksgiving yeah. Day, we go for a, uh, we started off with a goose hunt. Yeah, we'll do a little goose hunt. Me and Ben will head down to the, head down to the swamp area. We got a little, we had a, we have a blind that's put up. Uh, it was built by LCA shop class. The LCA oh, nice. shop class built a blind. We can we took it piece by piece, put it together in our swamp down, and uh, there. And we we're gonna get in that blind, and we're gonna we're gonna call the goose in, and, and it's not gonna be a happy day Thanksgiving for the geese. Do you guys eat that? Oh yeah. yeah what? Cook it up. Fly it up. Ooh. Let's go. Okay. Well, Canadian goose, eh? Yeah. Beauty. 
Ducks uh, or ducks. Ducks show up too. So, Brett, you have Canadian Thanksgiving, which was back in October, right? Yeah, yes. So do you guys really celebrate much of American Thanksgiving? Yeah, we do. But, you know, I was laughing at myself. I was thinking about this in the way in because I figured like a question was coming this way. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm a dual citizen that I'm like, when I'm in Canada and I feel like around my family up there, we still call it Canadian Thanksgiving, although we're in Canada. So I call it American Thanksgiving. But like where I'm in Canada, I'm like, yeah, Canadian Thanksgiving coming up. We're all like, yeah, Canadian Thanksgiving. So it's like, why are we not just calling it Thanksgiving? Anyways, I don't know if that made any sense at all, no, but does. it's just kind of a weird thing. Uh, traditions. We watched the dog show after the Macy's Day Ooh, Parade. I, I like the dog show. I know. Dog I, 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 I almost enjoy that more than the parade, to be honest. You see the dogs come out and that guy does it every year. He's like, oh, this is the, the golden. <laughs> it's great. The golden doodle. Look at the curls on that. It's absolutely <laughs> lovely. One of the top in their class. Yeah. No, I just, I, I just love listening. Yeah, yeah. So usually Stan, my dog, freaks out whenever I uh, come home from a trip. Last night, he's like looked at me and then he was like, gave me a quick kiss and then he just sat in front of the pizza box that was on the counter. And I'm like, you don't even. You're so fat now that you don't even care. <laughs> is Stanley about getting me. fat. He's kind of getting fat. I'm gonna have to. Make him go on a turkey trot here. That's not good. I know it's not He's good. Such for a good looking dog. He's, He's so healthy. Handsome. She need mm-hmm. to keep that dog healthy. I know. I've heard it. I wouldn't try times. now. Though wait till after the holidays. No, he needs to get it together. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the tradition <laughs> of the weight thing. So that's, your tell, mo- that's your motto. That's your motto. Right, myself, right? Yeah. Wait yeah. till after the holidays. <laughs> What's crazy is the holidays keep coming. <laughs> Every I know. Year. Stop. All right, guys. Well, have a great Thanksgiving. Which, we have. Do you have a tradition? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Not really. Are you where? Are you we staying here do, for, for for? No, nice I'll go to my mom's. Go my to mom's, mom's lake house. So now that my sister has a little one, so he's a year and a half about. So. Oh, we're gonna get lots of Auntie M yeah. posts. Oh yeah. I like the cute little baby. So he he was running around with no clothes on, with his like unused diaper, his clean diaper, mm. and red rain boots hitting. Oh, yeah. My sister's dog, you know, like playing with it like a toy. Um, so it's it, he's at an interesting age, so it should be like, fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun. But yeah, we just eat a bunch of food yeah. and watch a bunch of football. So awesome. Well, I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving week. Be sure to make your way to Williams Stadium on Saturday as the Flames look to take on Army. I believe kickoff noon, correct? Noon kickoff. Noon kick. Mm-hmm. So it'll be an early let one. Me hear, let me hear you say it one time. All right. Good time. Oh, just so yeah, that I can prep. Just so I you, can prep. Do you get to do the game this week? Yes. Good. I, I was yeah. worried that you guys weren't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next cup, Army and LU here at Williams Stadium. Matt Warner, Joe Yock with the call. Oh, yeah. That's love it. It. yeah. Emily Austin. And Emily Austin. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Emily. We'll see you guys next best. week. <laughs>